you are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Trisha. And today we're going to dive into the topic because we all have kids. How do we teach our kids how to make good friends? This is, I think, a necessary life skill, mm-hmm. but I don't ever remember anybody going through the process with me and, and you know, helping me think through, like, what makes a good friend and, and how do I see friendships modeled in my world? And so we're going to dive into that topic mm-hmm. fully. So let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think a good place to start is to look at our own friendships and think about how we're modeling good, healthy friendships for our kids like what do they see from our friendships mm. if you were to take yourself kind of out of the situation mm. and look at your friendships what kind of qualities and what kind of mm. friendships do you have I actually want to start with what was modeled for me okay because my parents had this group of people that got together they called themselves the click mm-hmm. um, there were six couples mm-hmm. and they got together once a month They've been doing it now for 45 years. Wow. Are you serious? Actually, longer than that. Probably wow. 47 or 48 years. Yeah. Um, in fact, um, the funeral I went to yesterday was the first of that group of people to pass oh, away. Oh, yeah. Um, a hard day. But that group of people have been the rocks for my oh, parents. Wow. My parents have said multiple times, we are now, we are still married because all of us are still married because we had each other wow. to help us walk mm. through life together. Do you know that is so very interesting that you mm. mentioned that? Because now that I think of it, I was just thinking of my kid and her friends and how I've modeled that for her. But now that you say that, as I look back on my life, my parents had groups of or a group of friends that traveled with them throughout life that raised kids together that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I remember at one point in my life looking at them and thinking, I wonder if I'll have people who are in my life for that long yeah because now friendship seems to be dispensable you know you just find if you disagree on transfer yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and really these people have traveled raised kids together gone through a lot of difficulty together illnesses Mm -hmm. I mean lots of things and so now that you say that that's interesting because I'd never thought of that before you Mm -hmm. you mentioned Mm -hmm. that and you might be able to say the same thing about your parents I remember their close friends, like they didn't have any major groups like you're talking about, but I do remember their close friends yeah. and their close friends um, became my close friends. Their, their kids became yeah. my close friends. Right, right, right. And to this day, like actually I'm leaving on a girl's trip this weekend with one of the girls who mm. was um, my some of my parents' best friend's daughter. Mm. And we've been friends since we were basically two years old. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that is, that's a wonderful thing. And I do talk about that with my kids. When you um, brought up the subject of our kids' friendships, I just keep thinking it was so easy when they were younger because we could set up play Play dates with the people that we love and we we knew the parents and we knew the environment and we knew what was going to happen. But as my kids are getting older, I realize I don't have that. I don't know who their friends are because they're branching out and they're doing different things and I have literally no control over that now. Right. And that's why I think, you know, especially in the stage of life that we're in, I think it's important to have those conversations about what makes good friends. Now, I'll just, I mean, in terms of full disclosure, these have been more around a a boy in our household, you know, like what's important to you, you know, when you think about somebody who, because, you know, they... 
kids these days talk about dating. They like they see each other at school. That is not dating. Going you know, together. Going that's together. What we always yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah. And my dad used to say, "Where are you going?" You know. I was like, "I don't know, nowhere." Um, but I think that that applies to friendships as well. To ha- to to have the conversation of thinking through, like what what think about the friends that you have. What makes a good friend? We had this conversation recently. We had some time in the car and I said what do you think makes a good friend mm-hmm. and to hear her perspective on that wow, a 14 year old perspective was yeah. interesting and I said um well what do you want to be as a friend mm-hmm. and she started listing off those qualities and we started you know kind of comparing the two and then we did the opposite thing I said what makes a bad friend mm-hmm. and and we started going through those things to just try to get her to help Think through the process because I don't ever remember having that conversation. Well, I applaud you for asking the question. Me too. Because I think that's something we should all do is Mm -hmm. ask our children so that they are thinking about it for themselves. And then they can start to look around at the world around them and say, oh, I see you have good friends. Let me figure that out. Well, do you know what really kind of holistically changed my idea of parenting was a friend of mine. I was trying to teach Ella how to roller skate. I cannot roller skate. Mm -hmm. So, number one, who am I to be teaching her how to roller skate? But I realized in that process that I wasn't really trying to teach her how to roller skate. I was teaching her how to fall. Oh, yeah. And I think our job as parents is to teach kids when they fall that they can get back up and and brush themselves Mm -hmm. off and try again because they're not going to make good choices every single time. And I've I've really struggled with that in my parenting because I want her to make good decisions mm-hmm. all the time. Well, that just doesn't happen. We mm-hmm. are sinful people in a sinful yes. culture, and we're going to make bad decisions. But I feel like on the other side of that, I can say, okay, let's think about this, and let's talk about it in a way that helps you to learn from it and kind of apply those things in other situations so that you, next time, maybe you don't make the totally right decision, but you make a better decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's something that I feel like because um, I'm a good question asker, but I don't always I'm not always ready for her responses sure. because her responses and my responses obviously are different. Um, so but I think asking questions is a good way to get kids talking because they feel like they're involved in the conversation, especially the kind of questions yeah. that they don't have to answer the ones that they can reflect on. Yeah. And that's I think that. I yeah. think that's important. I think girls and boys are different. Oh, Y'all yeah. both have boys. <laughs> I have a girl and and I was tickled because in a couple of different situations we have um, rides worked out, you know, where I take girls mm-hmm. home. And, and we had a situation the other day where I had to pick up one of the gals earlier than I had to pick up Ella. So it was just me and her friend in the car. And I was taking her home and she just like, like for 10 minutes sat in the car at her in the driveway at her house, just talking to me. And I was That's like, beautiful. this is a great, I loved it. I yes. loved every minute of it. And I text her mom afterwards and I was like, I love your kids so much because um, when I pick them up from school every day, I'm like, how was your day? You know, tell me something mm-hmm. about it. What was mm-hmm. what was it you really enjoyed mm-hmm. today? And we asked those questions mm-hmm. and get those conversations started. And she, of course, was talking about a boy. But I was so glad that she was talking to me about right. him because I was like, I want to meet him. She was like, well, you're like my second mama, so I'm going to introduce you. You know, and hearing those conversations and having those conversations with kids is so helpful because I want to be a parent that kids will come to. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just going to say I'm jelly. Okay. I'm yeah. jelly. My boys, especially my oldest, will not talk. And yeah. I don't know what to do. I, yeah. Literally, I was like, I'm going to ground you if you don't tell me about your day. <laughs> that, boy, that didn't work well. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't get them 
to talk. And I'm struggling with that because I want to be the kind of parent who is invited in on some level. And I I feel like I don't know how to dig in there. He's a teenager. He's sullen. Yeah. (laughs) And I want want to dig in there and I don't know how. Every day is not like that. Boys and girls. Yeah, I, I will say that. But we do this thing and I'll probably get in trouble for saying this on our podcast, but this is what we do. Um, I, I, when they get in the car, I'm like, okay, happy and crappy. What was the happiest moment of your day? What was the crappiest moment of your day? Mm-hmm. And, and I do that. And, and somehow they tell me some days they'll say, oh, it's fine. I mean, nothing really, nothing really, you know, mm-hmm. earth shattering. But there are days when they'll really open up and say, you know, I didn't do well on the test or, you know, and we get a chance to kind of talk around those things and and discuss them but it's not like that every day i don't want to paint this picture that i'm like june cleaver and i have fresh fresh baked cookies when they get home because that's not i fell a lot and And probably one of the reasons that they're so comfortable telling me because i tell all my mistakes and i think that's one of the things that makes a good friend yeah is that your will? Your they overshare. Uh-huh. <laughs> they overshare. Yes, they're as messed up as you are. <laughs> I'm a lot better off than her. I can just tell you that. Yeah. But they they ask questions about you. Right. They are genuinely interested in mm-hmm. you. They care about your life. They want to have a conversation mm-hmm. with you. They want to really listen to who you are and what you uh, have experienced in your day. And yeah. so we're, by asking those questions of Ella, by asking those questions of our boys, we are also modeling for them what it means to be a friend yeah. to somebody else. Not that they necessarily are going to go to their best friend and go, hey, how was your day today? Right. But they at least are being modeled to. Right. They'll pick it up sooner or later. Right. In so my, in my Bible study group, um, there are a few of us who don't get a lot of interaction from our kids and so we're not sure kind of where they are friend-wise and all this sort of thing and so we've committed to praying for each other's kids Mm -hmm. and for a while we were saying oh god please let my kid have a good friend please let my kid have a christian friend please point my kid to the right friends that honor you and then one day one of um one of another mom in the group was like instead of let's praying for please let my kid have a good friend. We started praying, please let my kid be a good friend. Mm, That's great. Because when they are a good friend, they're going to draw good friends to them. Yeah. And that, that was sort of a, a a interesting moment of how we can pray, um, even more expansively for our kids. Mm -hmm. And I will say this, and if you're a mom out there and your kids, I've tried high, low, high and fun things. And I can't, I still can't really dig in very consistently at all. But I will say this, they, like you're saying, they, they are getting it on some level because I check my kids' texts. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, you should. you're going to get a phone, yes. I'm going to check your text. Right. And I saw him through texting relating very kindly mm-hmm. to two different people. Yeah. And, 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 and he was being a good listener mm-hmm. and he was acknowledging when he had made a mistake and asking about them and encouraging them. Um, and that made me feel like, okay. I might not see it, mm. but he's getting it on yeah, some level, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's giving it to right. his friends. So that yeah. made me feel better. Cause count I, I that as a win. That it, it absolutely was a win. huge win. Yeah, yeah, mm. it was a win. But I and I, he I learned that from somebody. <laughs> that's true. You know, the being kind. You modeled yeah. that yeah. for him because that's the kind of person you are. And so I think a lot of times our kids are picking up the things that we that we do for them as well. Mm. And the more we model for them, good. friend behaviors the better off they are at being able to manage those behaviors yeah and i think my kiddo saw 
when my mom died, mm. saw oh, our oh, friend yeah. group pour into us. Yeah. Groceries and lawn care and, right. um, you know, connections mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff, dinners. And, and that makes a difference, too. Yeah. So um, what do you do when you see your kid engaging in a unhealthy friendship? I don't want to say bad because, you know, I think the teenage years, I mean, like, oh, my word, you're just learning how to do all this stuff, you know, and it's all your hormones are going crazy. And Mm -hmm. you just there's a lot of stuff going on. And so (laughs) I think the first, honestly, reaction for most moms is to flip out and think, oh, no you know, the worst scenario for whatever this bad situation or unhealthy friendship or a kid that may, you know, not be who you want your children to hang out with. Mm -hmm. But I've also tried to um, have conversations around, you know, God loves them too, you know, and not kind of build into her there are better than and less than like Mm -hmm. you know categorize people because i think that write people off yeah that's that's unfair and and there's so much of that going on in our world right now Mm -hmm. yes you know and there's so much you're with me or against me right which is it like we can disagree on an issue and Mm -hmm. still be friends yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure we don't have to agree on everything and um but i think probably for me the first first gut reaction i have is just to flip out you know, <laughs> run screaming into the woods. and You can. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so surprising. I think that's where those conversations come in really handy, too, mm. to be able to say, hey, tell me more about this kid. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what do you think makes this kid a good friend? Mm-hmm. You, know, you've, mm-hmm. you obviously have chosen them as a friend. Right. What is it that you like about them? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that you and see they, in them? And, and they often don't know. <clears throat> they often can't verbalize that. And so I think that's yeah. some of what, you know, I think, Probably most kids this age, they can't put their finger on it because they don't really know. They don't have words for the emotions mm-hmm. like we do as adults. You know, we kind of know those things, but they don't always have words for it. So and I would say to you, if you have trouble getting your kid to talk, don't be discouraged yeah. and don't let that stop you from talking to them. Um, because one of the things <laughs> and, and Ella will roll her eyes because she'll like, oh, it's story time with mom, because I will tell a story from my life, you know, because I'm having a hard time relating yes. to her or I'm having mm-hmm. a hard time getting her to talk to me. So I'll tell her a story from my life about it. And it can be something little big. It can be, mm-hmm. you know, when I did something my parents told me not to or when I had a friendship that went bad. And I, I mean, just all these things. Um, and so I'll tell her a story about it. And, and she she often laughs at me because usually I have a punchline at the end just because that's the way my life works. Everything's a punchline, you know. <laughs> but but to, to get them comfortable with the fact that you didn't always make the right choices right. and that you um, – we had a situation <laughs> recently where we were talking about bullies. And I was bullied when I was in school. This girl was – I'm sure she wasn't, but she was like 10 times taller than me and she liked the boy I like and – you know, she threatened me and would call my house. I didn't tell anybody because I was scared to death. Mm-hmm. And like we were at a dance, you know, and we're doing the slow dance where, you know, rock mm-hmm. back and forth. It's not really dancing. <laughs> it's just kind of the the um, Frankenstein dance. <laughs> and and she like comes beside me and bumps me out of the way and sends me flying across the gymnasium, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just was like, okay, you can have him. <laughs> I guess not that important for me. But I told her that story and it got her to laughing about, you know, me and my situation. And then she was like, well, you know, that happens sometimes at school and, and started the conversations. So I think, 
Yeah. Good. You know, I think back on my life and what worked for me as a high schooler, especially, mm-hmm. um, I had a, a, well, at least a guy I dated in high school who I should not have been with. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. was a, ba- a, a bad influence, very right. bad influence. Um, I had lots of really good friends, but right. I also had some not so good influences at different places in my life. Mm-hmm. And m- my parents were, um, the, the, I, well, I think the, the thing that worked for me right. was when people asked questions. And said, mm-hmm. hey, you know, what do you think about this person? What did not work for me is when people, when my parents said, uh, you don't spend time with them. Mm-hmm. This. Because, yeah. yes, when it, become, when it became a do this, don't yeah. do that kind of thing, I was quick to rebel. And yeah. say, well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm my own person. I can do yeah. whatever I want. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah. But if somebody, it, when they helped me think through something mm-hmm. to say, are you really making wise decisions? Mm-hmm. Is this really what you want for the rest of your life? Is yeah. this really... Mm-hmm somebody you want to have in your life um it was it helped me come to a better decision for myself Mm. and not from a place of rebellion and disobedience Mm -hmm. but from a place of um, maturity yeah or even acquiescence you know oh yeah you want your kid not to just you know behave in that way but to understand Mm -hmm. that's really good yeah Mm -hmm. that's very very helpful and i like the questions that Mm -hmm. you just posed just out of the air what were they again it was like Is this really what you want? And, yeah. Is this, um, yeah. What do you, the direction you want to go in? Because what's that quote? Right. Um, show me your friends and I'll show you your future or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, things like that. Um, very, very helpful to help them understand. And telling a story about your own life is something that I've done occasionally, but I want to do more of because that, I don't think, at least my kids see, they, they never think about me beyond this age. Right. I'm, I've always right. been this age. I've right. always been mom. Yep. No, I was a kid making a lot of mistakes. Right. Yeah. And telling those stories allows that teaching moment without it being, um, you know, awkward. Yeah. And yeah. like sitting in the classroom. But it really is getting the point across. Yeah. And I've got I've plenty of crazy stories. I've done such a good stories. job of making my child think I'm perfect. <laughs> I don't want to burst that bubble now. <laughs> Bring him over to my house. Well, no, come kidding. on. Come on, Will. Oh, but it's so true to share those. It's such a good idea to share those yeah. failures. It um, it's just hard. That's yeah. a hard thing as a mama and, to and I'll admit. Well, I'm you not don't perfect. want him to go, oh, well, I'll do that too then. Yes, right. right. Yeah, I have had that That's thought. right. Well, yeah. and I think you, the, but the reason that you, ha- that you tell those stories is not because you know, you're pointedly wanting them to make that decision, but you're showing them the process. And part of that is saying, here were the ramifications of my decision mm-hmm. in that. Yes. yes. You know, yes. I Help didn't think that from through. somebody else's mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, not glorify. I, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The not glorify behavior. The mistake. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, I think the best thing that we can walk away with today is ask good questions mm-hmm. and then listen. Let me just say, I, I, I'm learning more and more that um, when my daughter's trying to talk to me or wants me to watch her do something, when I've seen her do it 5,638,000 times, she's wanting my attention. Mm-hmm. And I got to learn to put the screen mm. down. Yeah, or the anything down. Yeah. Yes. yes. The book, the screen, the, you know, Not just. Yeah. <laughs> Not shows. Give them uh, that eye contact. Yeah. Give them that that's eye contact good. and pay attention and, um. That's been a big lesson for me in the last little bit. Not because I'm staring at a screen all day, but just sometimes I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. And God's kind of said, you know, she's going to graduate in a couple of years and you're going to be wanting this moment back mm-hmm. where she wants you to watch her. So do it. Yeah. You know, every every time I kind of act out here at work and I want somebody to watch me, you know, <laughs> make a fool of myself. Um, he does, he taps on my shoulder and goes, mm-hmm. That's <laughs> your inner 14-year-old coming That's out. That's my inner 14-year-old, right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I think ask good questions, 
tell good stories about your life mm-hmm. and, and tell the not so good stories too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, not to glorify sin or a, a bad habit or anything like that, but to tell them that there are consequences and to be real honest about how hard that was, I think is another good place. And, and you know, really my takeaway um, from from parenting is we're just here to teach them how to fall and to get back up because they are going to fall. They're going to make bad decisions. They're yep. going to not do everything right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of what we can pray for. It is our pray job to help mold and shape them. Right. right. And to pray for them. You brought up a good point. Pray for them. I feel like I don't pray for my kid nearly enough. Um, and so make it a point to pray for them. And um, I think we can all, I think we're all doing a lot better than we think we are. Yeah. I hope so. I know. Me too. That sounds good. (laughs) Me too. Because we tend to be really hard on ourselves when it comes to parenting. So you are doing better than you think Mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. And you're doing a great job. And um, if you happen to not have kids and are listening to this podcast, I will say that you are a very needed voice in this conversation. Because oftentimes you can have more influence and impact than we as moms can. Mm -hmm. And there's a role model. I am so thankful. I, I forget what the statistic is, but it talks about having so many people around your teenager to speak into them. Mm-hmm. And often those voices, people will listen to, you know, I, we've got some young adults that go to our church who are just amazing. And my daughter will listen to them, you know, just whatever they say is the gospel. I've been saying that same thing for 10 years, you know, and she's done, she's like, uh, just as she hears, want, 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 want. But from them, yeah. it's good advice Fresh. and wisdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you are not a mom, and you speak into the lives of teens or younger children, know that you probably have the greatest opportunity for impact in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. You made me think of a quote that I have to share because okay. I think it has helped me and I hope it'll hit your all's heart like it did mine. Um, you can never fail if you don't quit. Mm. So stay in there. Wow. Mm. Stay in the fight. Trying to, for me, dig into the you know, getting your kids to talk to you or continue to love them and model for them and, mm. and point up for them and ask them the right questions and all those things. But you can never fail if you don't quit. Great place. Great place to land here on this podcast. If you've got stuff you want to ask, got questions, you got advice, we'd love to hear from you. You're always welcome to email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. want to say a great big thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for sponsoring this season. We love you folks. Couldn't do it yep. without your help. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk Podcast.